Hey everybody, thank you for coming on today. I just wanted to continue our talk. Um, I'm not really calling these teachings, I just feel like these are talks of the heart and um, I just wanna share topics that have really impacted me in this past couple of years as God has just really been moving in my heart on helping me live a simple life and I'm not there fully, but I feel like I'm getting a lot closer. And I think that just goes from glory to glory, strength to strength, as it's, as we read in the word. Um, but we were talking about simple faith last week, and how Mary just kind of pondered in her heart what God had told her. And I would just really like to talk for a moment about some of the heroes of the faith. Because I feel, again, that this idea of what true faith is in some teachings and some streams have gotten into a place of really works-based. And a lot of religious um, rituals and and ideologies of things that will make God move on your behalf and they really end up just being oppressive whereas God came to free us from oppression through Jesus when he hung on the cross and Jesus came to free everyone from the law um, and I just feel as though when I got saved I kind of came into the law um, instead of coming into the love and I've learned so much and I'm not at all here to talk theology or anything like that I'm here to just share parts of my life with you and share what Jesus has showed me and has freed me in my thinking and in my beliefs um, to hopefully make your life a little bit easier if you are struggling with these ideas or works or you just feel like you need some rest and that's why we came and invited Jesus into our heart in the first place was to get rest. What does rest in Jesus mean? Right? These are the questions that we have. These are the questions that, um, that we seek God for, but We've really just been talking about faith and I've been thinking about how God asked Abraham to leave his home and before he even told him what he was leaving for, he said, just go. And Abraham packed up and he knew God was faithful. And to me, I just find that to be such a testament of faith in itself. It wasn't even about the promises. It was just about the obedience. Um, Sometimes I feel like we underrate our obedience and don't realize that our obedience is the result of our faith. I want to say that again. Our obedience is the result of our faith. But our obedience isn't works. Our obedience isn't having to pray a prayer a hundred times to see a breakthrough. It isn't fasting every day to... um, get closer to God or to see him move in our lives the Bible says that in Luke 12 30 I think it is and he, he says 
do not run after these things like the pagans do, for your father knows exactly what you need. And I find it very interesting that when I was, before I knew Jesus, I was working for everything, for respect, for value, for purpose, for all of these things. I was working, working, and I was a slave to my work. And God is saying, I know exactly what you need. Just seek the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. What does that mean? Seek relationship. Seek God for who he is. Draw near to him because he loves you. Be with Jesus because he is your love, because you want to know more about him. You know, sometimes I feel like people are like, oh, I try to read the Bible and I just can't. It's just so hard. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I feel like sometimes we're trying to do stuff like we're in a college seminar or a college um, class studying to pass an exam. And that's not what the Bible's for. The Bible is to bring us closer to God. It's to draw us into his presence. It's to show us the different characteristics of who he is so that we know his voice so that we can hear his voice. Everyone can hear God's voice. You might hear it internally. Maybe you'll hear it audibly. You might have pictures or visions um, that just kind of flip through your mind quickly. Uh, thoughts that might feel like your own, but you're like, wow, I would have never thought of that. Um, just an internal unction. Like those are all ways that God talks to us, but he talks to us in the way of who he is in his word and you see the father through the life of Jesus because Jesus says if you've seen me then you've seen the father so what does that mean that means that Jesus was not Jesus was not about the law you know he wasn't he was not about heaping up all of these things for people to do in order to be set free or to be close to him. The one thing that Jesus said was, call upon me, ask me into your life as your Lord and Savior. It says, but love God with your mind, your heart, your body, your soul, with everything inside of you and love others. Those are the two things. Believe in love. Believe in love. Love God and believe in him. Love God and believe in Jesus and love others serve others lay your life down for others what does that mean super simple if you have a friend that needs somebody to listen be that person to listen you know if if you have the gift of cooking and you love to cook cook a meal for somebody and surprise them um if you're the one suffering you know just lay on your face on your bed and take a nap and say, Jesus, hey, I'm just wanting to hang out with you right now. These are all ways that you can be in a relationship with God. And when you're reading his word, sorry, I kind of got off track with that. But when you're reading his word, you're reading it to, for intimacy. You're reading it, God, show me what your promises are in my life for me. Show me who you are to me. And there's a scripture that I just feel that goes with faith. It's just 
it's it's the things that it's a scripture that I've just been meditating on for over a month and I just feel like it just kind of strips away like like the dead leaves the dead branches that could be in your life but it also is a pathway to really what true rest is and I just want to read that to you real quick it says my heart is not proud lord my eyes are not haughty I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me, but I have calmed and quieted myself. I am like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child, I am content. Also in the Amplified Version, it says, I am not discontent. Israel, put your hope in the Lord both now and forevermore. One of the things that I find constantly um, being a issue in my life is discontentment and this idea that if I am not doing something then I cannot be content that I have to be doing something anything reading my word praying you know, I have a nonprofit, so making sure that I'm creating something. And I have talked about this in some of the past um, videos and some of the past podcasts. And um, I've realized that the one thing that Paul had was being content. He could be content anywhere. It did not matter. God told him, I'm not going to heal you. Content. He's in prison, content. Paul was one of the most radically accepting people. He was like, I'm shipwreck, content, gonna take this situation for what it is, and I'm going to accept it, and I'm gonna just move forward and see how God sovereignly wants to move in the situation. And I just feel like if we could put ourselves in that place of being content, truly believing that God loves us, and not having to work. You guys, we don't have to work. If you get a prophetic word, there is no way you can make that happen. And if you make it happen, it says the laborers who build a house in vain, it doesn't go well for them. And I just believe that so much of our lives is built on a foundation of working for things rather than receiving what has already been given to us, which is peace. There are teachings that say, well, Jesus died for you 2,000 years ago for you to be healed. Absolutely, I don't disagree with any of that. I totally believe it. But again, it is up to God, it is up to God and God is the ultimate decision maker on what it looks like in our lives how he wants to heal us. How does God want to heal you? How does he want this fix your job situation? Does he want you to continue in a job that you might be suffering in? Because maybe down the road, who knows what kind of opportunity might come up. Maybe that's a place where he wants to minister to other people through you and it's the people that are rubbing you the wrong way it's the people that feel like the sandpaper the people that you're trying to run from are actually your assignment maybe God is saying that you know in your family life maybe you're married to a non-believer or maybe you're married to someone that is just your marriage is just not it's not good and God is saying all I want you to do is 
believe me. I just want you to say, God, I believe you, move. And I'm gonna stand back and I'm gonna take my hands off of this thing and if you give me something to do, a kind gesture, you want me to say something, I'm gonna do that. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep my mouth closed and I'm going to move forward and continue living every day and I'm gonna receive every day as a gift. I feel like that is what we're missing out on is receiving all of our days as gifts and not being content. And the scripture in Psalm 131, the one I just the scripture I want to talk about was when it says that I am content, I'm like a weaned child. A weaned child no longer has to drink from the breast. It can eat solid food. It does not need milk anymore. And Paul talks a lot about, you know, not needing milk, but needing to move on to solid food and solid food and solid foundation is trusting God at his word. And so I just want to ask you today, what areas of your life are you feeling that you are just not content in? That no matter what, it just kind of like nags at you. Like you'll be good for a while, but then all of a sudden maybe you'll see someone else. Maybe like for like for me, I have no idea what God's doing in my life. I am completely blind, totally blind. I don't have a plan for my day every day when I wake up. I am a, I love to be a structured girl. I love to be structured and have a plan. And ha- I used to make lists upon lists upon lists. And now it's like, God wants me to be a leaf. He said, I want you to be like a leaf. And I want to be the wind that picks you up off the ground and carries you. And it's in the midst of that caring that we're going to be, you know, floating together. But then you're going to land and you're going to sit. A leaf just sits on the ground unless the wind picks it up and carries it. And I want you to be a content leaf. And and it's so funny because I'm finding that there is a behavioral pattern in my thoughts where when I do get picked up by the wind of God and he uses me, that the moment I land, discontentment starts settling, kicks in and starts saying, well, now you have nothing to do. Now what's next? Now what's next? Are you living with that concept of now what's next? Because that's the thing that keeps you from missing out on your true purpose, which is living every moment to the fullest in a place of rest and peace. And I'm talking rest and peace in the moments where, like, I was sick in bed for two weeks. I had to get a mobile IV. I just got hit so hard with a flare-up. I have an autoimmune disease. And I had to find contentment in just watching TV and just laying there. I didn't spend 24 hours praying and listening to sermons and listening to worship music. All of that is so good. There are seasons where I do that because I feel led because I just want to be so close to God. Um, But if I'm not feeling the unction to do that, I'm just going to rest. Jesus is watching TV with me. Jesus is sitting with me. Jesus is inside of me. The Holy Spirit is inside of me. And God knows the moment the wind comes, I am going to follow him. But other than that, I am teaching myself to sit in a place of meditative contentment. Meaning, every time those thoughts come that say I have to do something, or I'm not doing something, or I'm not doing enough of something, 
And it's in those moments where I know I'm supposed to rest and be still. I have to say stop. And I have to remember that I am like a wean child. I am content. I am content because I am so blessed. I am breathing today. Today I got the gift of life. So what are you discontent in? Maybe write it down. Ask God to help you in those areas. Because true faith is simply believing that God has everything in the palm of his hand. You know, I was thinking one day that when I was having a conversation with my friend, um, texting, I heard, he's got the whole world in his hands. And isn't it funny how we used to sing that as kids and now as adults, the reality of that is something that we internally struggle with. And I'm asking God, to help me in, in, in the places where I feel discontent because I want to be content in all areas. I'm learning how to be content in my suffering with illness, you know, whether he does heal me on the side of heaven or not. Like, I believe that God has good plans and I believe he's going to use it all. Every single drop of it, I am going to milk it for what it's worth and I'm going to ask God to teach, teach me in my suffering everything everything and right now this past season of suffering it has been learning how to live a simple life learning how to go slow learning how to simplify and learning how to be content so i'm just praying for you that when discontentment comes in you're gonna be like no mm -mm, no i see this for what it is and i'm going to ignore it and i'm going to be like a wean child and i'm just going to rest God's giving you permission to live the life he gave you to live. And I'm not talking about sin. I'm not talking about any of that. That's ridiculous. We're not even going to go there. I'm talking about living a simple life to glorify him and just resting, just being a person that can say, hey, I trust God. It's got this. And really believing it, that is a huge testament to people that don't know Jesus and that do know Jesus. Well, did you pray? Well, I mean, yeah, I prayed. I said, God, help me. You know, help me in my suffering. Please heal me. Well, how many times did you pray? I don't know. When I felt like I needed to. Do you take communion every day? No, I do when I feel led. Do you read your word every day? I do because it makes me... It's like if I don't eat in the morning, if I don't eat in the afternoon, um, my stomach is going to growl and you're probably going to hear that on this video because I'm hungry now. So for me, just like reading the word is like part of breathing, but that's not for everybody. Everybody is different. Listen, your relationship with God is the most important thing. Discontentment and striving is going to completely kill that part of your relationship and you're going to always feel like you're a thousand miles away from God. And so today I'm praying that you would truly see how close to God you really are. Shine brightly and we'll talk again soon. Have a great day.